All right, hey everyone, welcome into another spoiler alert podcast episode. We are on episode 19, and this we just keep chugging along here. You know, we're one away from 20. That's how math works. So if you add one to 19, that's that's 20. <laughs> but we are recording on Friday, which I believe I'm going to get this out today as well. We've been kind of all over the place here, but we got together and this is going to be a good one because we saw Spider-Man across Spider-Verse. We're going to give you a review on that. And that is really the big uh, chunk of this episode. But as always, we'll kick it off with some upcoming movies and some movie news. Uh, so, Ty, upcoming movies of the week, you are going to see Transformers Rise of the Beats. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it seems to be getting decent ratings, like you said. And yeah. I don't think we've seen that with a Transformers movie for a while. I'm seeing like that they're calling it the best since the first one, which I mean, that's cool. I haven't really seen any since the first one. I might have seen one in there somewhere, but I'm excited for this one. I'm going to go see it on Sunday. I think Lazy Sunday, go see Transformers. They're saying the action's good. So as long as it's entertaining, like I'm fine with it. Yeah, you take out Mark Wahlberg and whatever the hell he was trying to do with it. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) Like they must have just threw him so much money to be in that movie that he was in. But I don't still don't know what's going on with the electronic monkeys and animals in this one <laughs> and the cars, but I, I guess I'm going to find out. The part that's throwing me off the most here is like in the 2007, whenever, whatever the first one that came out, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, my God, these Transformers. And everyone was surprised they existed. But this place takes place in the 90s. So, like, oh. why did everyone forget? Or, yeah, well, is this like a isolated incident? You, you know, it's I, I don't know what happens there to make that happen or how they're going to make that make sense. That, that's my biggest. I, I wouldn't even call it a worry because I don't even care that much. But that that's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking about. Yeah, I, I just realized that I didn't realize this was like set back in time. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. Like See some like 90s years, cars and all that. Not 20 years, like maybe 15 years before the original. Where were all these? Oh, never mind. I guess we'll probably find out during You'll the movie. I was gonna out. Say, where were all these other ones during uh, the <laughs> other ones that happened? But I'm surely we're going to find I'll find out. I'll, yeah, why I'll did, have a full report next week. Why didn't Apatron come out and smack Megatron in the mouth whenever he was fighting Earth? Yeah, the real question yeah. is, why does he still have hair even though he's metal? <laughs> yeah, that, I think there's some hair on him. There's he's got a, some hair still. There's some questions that need answered here. Also, I'm going to have a full lot, report. A lot of these Transformers look like the uh mechs from like power rangers like the cheetah and mm-hmm. or the saber tooth tiger is what it was in power rangers and they yeah, all like run yeah, the together. white power rangers like Z- yeah. what are those called like zords or something like that zorg i don't know oh, i don't remember and i watched the newest power ranger it was dog shit oh yeah that's right <laughs> one that was on netflix yeah it's like an hour long and it's an hour of well like I said, dog shit. <laughs> that was like supposed to be nostalgic for people our age, but the problem oh, is nobody no. wants to goddamn watch that. It wasn't, it was nostalgic for the first, like, I don't know, five minutes, if that. And then it was kind of like a homage to the Yellow Ranger, because I guess mm-hmm. he died in real life. Um, and so they immediately fucking killed her off in the big opening <laughs> scene. I'm like, holy shit, has a Power Ranger ever died? Uh, That's hilarious. There we go. Uh, well, spoiler for that, but also, who fucking cares? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, anyways, uh, Transformers is really the only movie coming out this week. There is not much here. Uh, so during the 90s, a new faction of Transformers, the Maximals, joined the Autobots as allies in the battle for Earth. Uh, Michelle Yeoh is in this. If you recall, she was in Everything Everywhere all at once. This feels like a, a step downwards for her, but I'm sure she's getting uh, paid handsomely. I did not know that she was in this. She was she even in any of the? I didn't see her in any of the trailers. Is she Am voice acting? Bro, why the? F- Hold on. <laughs> why did I say <laughs> that? I feel like if she was in this, she would be all I over am, the. Trailer. I. Where did I find Michelle Yeoh? <laughs> I lied. <laughs> apparently, what the? Fuck? Why? Dude, why do I have her on here? Do I have all the rest <laughs> of the ones correct? Um, no, dude. Okay, how did I fuck this up? I am Pete actually Dinklage. 
super confused here because I have Peter Dinklage, Ron Perlman. Something's huh. wrong. Hold up. Top cast. Am I fucking high? No, there they are. They are in this. Yeah, they're voice acting. Oh, okay, I see. I see. If, I, yeah, they're just far down cast. on the list. Okay, god damn. I really confused myself there. I'm like, how did I do that? How are they not like on the top of the list for the IMDb actors? I don't I don't know. How's this in credits order? Okay, I don't sure. I don't know why they credit all these people before them, but here we are. There's the Anyways, better guy, John DiMaggio. Yeah, so I'm not crazy. <laughs> there, there we go. Uh Pete Davidson is in it, which I, I'm sick of seeing him, but I guess you don't get to see him. He's a voice. I don't want to even hear his voice. Peter Dinklage is in it. He is also a voice. Uh, Ron Perlman, who is a great voice. I'm happy to hear him. He's Optimus. For sure. Optimus Primal. He's not even Optimus Prime, which is ah. a stupid-ass name. <laughs> He's his monkey brother. Monkey brother. <laughs> um, Christo Fernandez, if you watch Ted Lasso, you know him. I'm not a Ted uh, Lasso guy. Ah, Ted Lasso is a great show, except oh, okay. for like two episodes that were just like super random and pissed the hell off of everyone who watched it. Mm. Like this episode was completely unnecessary. Um, overall, good show. It's over now, so you can watch all of it. There we go. Uh, who else? You said John DiMaggio, who's Bender in every other any other time you need a voice actor, it's him. Yeah, and then uh, Stephen Capel Jr. is the director, and he directed Creed too. Ah, Creed Two was good. Yeah, you get some action. I that that feels like a perfect directing opportunity for him with Transformers. Yeah, give him give him so, some action work. You'll probably give a review of that next time. I'll I'll allow spoilers because I don't care. Right, <laughs> so, right. So uh, we'll we'll get that next time. Hoping it's good. It's holding strong at a six point yeah, six out of ten currently on IMDb. I'm just hoping to be entertained. If I'm entertained, then it's going to at least be like a six or a seven. Are you expecting better than Fast X? Absolutely, actually, I think. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be better right off the bat, even just from the trailer. Not a high bar. Right. They're both not... I mean, they're both... Let's see what they are on Rotten Tomatoes, actually. So Fast X is still at... Let's see. It's at... 56% Rotten, and right now... Huh? Rise of the Beast is at 53% wrong. So they're right on about the same page critically. Interesting. Yeah, well, I, I guess some more reviews to come. Most importantly, your review. How yeah. Do we get, how do we get, like, uh, the verified tag on Rotten Tomatoes? How do we get that? I don't know. That would be great, though. Yeah. Then we can start getting movie screeners and stuff and go to, like, yeah. I would love that. We need Send to do me that. Send South That's by. Gotta... I'm already here. I don't want to pay $3,000 or whatever the fuck it is to get in. Yeah, no chance. Something absurd. Um. But yeah, because they feel like the same type of movie. Shut off mm -hmm. your brain, have some cool action. That's all we care about with movies like this. Yeah, and audience score is actually higher for Transformers. So that's, I mean, only by like five points or whatever, but still. Next movie here called Mending the Line. A Marine wounded in Afghanistan is sent to a VA facility in Montana where he meets a Vietnam vet who teaches him how to fly fish as a way of dealing with his emotional and physical trauma. Uh, hmm. Brian Cox is in this. Uh, he obviously is in Succession, which is also now over. Which quick sidebar, um, you finish it, right, Ty? Oh yeah. Uh, well, let's not say any spoilers. Uh -huh. But I wasn't, you know, it wasn't an amazing episode in my mind. I was just kind of whelmed. You know, I wasn't underwhelmed. I wasn't over. It was just like, yeah, that's an ending. Uh, did you feel the same way? I liked it. I liked it quite a bit, actually. We'll have to talk about it off air because I don't yeah. want to spoil it for anybody yet, but I really did like it. I was kind of blown away by the choices that they made with it. Yeah, it, it felt like um, it worked, is what I'll say. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. That, I kind of like wanted it to sense. play out differently, but I'm not surprised it did the way that it did. Yeah. So that's all we'll say. Yeah. Um, Joshua Caldwell is directing this film. I looked him up. All of his movies are below a five, so not uh, not great. Not a great look. And then the writer, Stephen Camillo, uh, has not wrote shit for movies. He has only written articles for men's magazines. So obviously, that's where the fucking fly fishing comes in, because he writes for those types of magazines. I was going to say, this absolutely seems like something that would be in a men's magazine. 
We'll see what uh, Brian Cox can pull out of this. This is one I likely will never touch, but I again, this feels like a movie. It's like, why is he in this? He just did a majorly popular show with Succession. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of the same question with Michelle Yeoh in Transformers, which, you know, Transformers can be good, but she just came off of winning a fucking best picture. And, yeah, and Brian Cox, also the voice of McDonald's now. Yeah, well, it's better than Pete Davidson for fucking uh, Taco Bell. Uh, crazy. <laughs> I like fly fishing, though. That's one thing I still need to learn how to do. I've been telling myself for years I want to learn how to fly fish it. and just never, never pick it up. I enjoy watching people do it, but I'll I'll fuck it up. <laughs> it's a lot more complicated than just regular fishing, but I mm-hmm. want to learn. Dying to learn. Final movie here, 97 minutes. A hijack 767 will crash in just 97 minutes. Crazy how they know exactly when it will crash, but <laughs> that's apparently when the fuel <laughs> runs out. Against the strong will of NSA deputy Toyin, NSA director Hawkins prepares to have the plane shot down before it goes cat. It does any catastrophic damage on the ground, leaving the fate of the innocent passengers in the hands of Alex, an undercover Interpol agent who has been embedded in the terrorist cell. Uh, Alec Baldwin's in this, and I guess he's still doing things. This is the most Alec Baldwin movie of all. He did shoot someone, and (laughs) this is the most Alec Baldwin movie of all time. Is he shooting on the plane? He did kill someone. Kill him dead. I don't know. This just seems like the most (laughs) Alec Baldwin movie of all time. The CGI in the trailer for the plane in the sky looks terrible. Straight to a freebie. I thought so. I thought it was because it's already got a. No, it's got I a made solid that up. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it's already got a solid four point seven out of ten. I didn't see that's it playing in any theater, so I'm assuming it's on like a streamer. It sounds like dog shit. I'm never. Twenty two percent of its reviews on IMDb are a one. Nick, actually thirty one percent of its reviews. So twenty two of them are a one. Take it, Alec. Crazy. You yeah, murder and fuck. <laughs> All right, Ty. I see Terrifier three here under the movie news, so I'm excited here. Did you watch two? I did watch two. Crazy. One of the craziest movies I've ever seen, honestly. Wow. But I didn't like the. Oh, I can't say I didn't like the first one. The first one was just like, man, this is fucking weird. And then for the second one, they're like, hey, here's more of a budget. Go wild. Exactly. And that's pretty much what they're doing here with the third one. So there's some details that came out about it. And it's getting a huge budget upgrade after Terrifier 2's massive success. It's going to have a low to mid seven figures budget. So that's like a, that's like a million dollars. Um, for context, Terrifier's budget was thirty-five grand, and Terrifier Two's budget was two hundred and fifty grand, and it made fifteen point one million. So they're going all in; they're upping it all. And uh, filming's expected to be underway in November or December of this year for a release in late twenty twenty-four. But man, like I can only imagine how it's going to look and feel with a bigger budget because Terrifier Two looked great for as low as its budget was in comparison to this one. I like when horror movies use uh, what are they called the the like real props, mm-hmm. um, like blood um, and shit. Practical, practical, practical. Effects. Yeah, pl- practical yeah. effects. It's exactly it. Yeah, me too. And Terrifier two blew that away with the tip of the practical effects. I'm gonna. I want to watch that now. I haven't watched it in a while. It's on Amazon now. It's probably one of the most disgusting movies I've ever seen. Yeah. It. It. I, well. I can't say I've seen some horrible, disgusting, terrible things, (laughs) Um, but but it's definitely up there in terms of like things you will actually see in a theater or streaming um, and don't have to go look under horrible websites to to see things, which (laughs) I don't recommend. There's like that iceberg thing of like uh, horror movies and like I went through it and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) This was just not fun. So then we also have the continuation of the Animals on Drugs cinematic universe <laughs> with Crackcoon. Crackcoon. <laughs> um, so we've had Cocaine Bear. We talked about Meth Gator. I don't know if that was ever real or not, but now we allegedly are getting Crackcoon. They just won't stop. So the trailer for this is wild. Um, it's literally just a strain of crack that turns you into like a zombie or a murderer. <laughs> and these people are getting chased down by the cops. So they throw it out the window. And the rest is just history. A, a raccoon gets a hold of it, and uh, it goes on a rampage. You'll, it looks uh, like it was filmed in Vandegrift, by the way. Complete, like just looks like it was shot on like an iPhone 12. They they've done that. They there's been movies f- for whatever reason filmed in Vandegrift. 
yeah and tv shows um but ty speaking of meth gator you'll you'll love this there are actually three meth gator movies what there is uh one in development called meth gator which i believe is the one we initially talked about uh-huh there is meth gators plural uh there's absolutely zero information oh it's pre-production so is it going to be a sequel to meth gator uh nope completely unrelated (laughs) so and then finally uh is this also in production it this one says 2023 uh there's also attack of the meth gator so that is just that is just three many movies about meth gators (laughs) there's also (laughs) oh my god they have related movies uh cocaine cougar (laughs) oh my gosh cocaine oh fuck oh everyone's screwed there's ebola rex (laughs) (laughs) what okay it goes deeper than we thought Oh no, I'm gonna have to get into this. Uh Ebola Rex. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. You need to watch the trailer for Raccoon though. It, it, it's like it's yeah. a, the raccoon looks so ridiculous. Raccoon. These are great names. I also want like a Freddy versus Jason style uh face off. You know they're gonna. And the Sharknado is gonna come in at the end and clean up. Oh, there he is. Talking this about is... more movies that nobody gives a shit about. Hocus Pocus 3 is coming out. Sick. So my only note for this one is just why. I mean, fans of the first one, which I mean, I am. The first one is nostalgic as hell for us. Came out right whenever we were raised that age where it was on Disney all the time. I watched it not too long ago for around ha- like Halloween. It's a good it's a good watch around then. But people that liked the first one didn't even ask for the sequel, which yeah. apparently sucked. I refused to watch that one. But now we're getting a third, too. So yikes. I uh, confession. I have never seen any of them. Really? Uh, and I always get in trouble. Like, Sophie loves the first one. I'm shocked and, you've never seen it. I'm genuinely and shocked. And I'm just like, no, I don't, I don't want to see it. <laughs> and then uh, the second one came out. I, I got it for her and I think my mom to watch. And mm-hmm. yeah, they, they were underwhelmed with it. Yeah. First one, super nostalgic. It's like it, it holds up even though it's it's a bit older now. But the second one, nobody asked for that shit. Nobody cares. Pass on that. Pass on the third one, too. Just a big old of a movie. <laughs> um, one more here coming out that I didn't know about. Uh, nobody really probably asked for. Expendables 4. And it's being marketed as Expend 4 Blizz. They're putting, they're Wait. replacing the 1A with a 4. Like Megan, except with Expendables. Mm. September 22 release date. So a couple months from now. Megan Fox and Fitty Cent are joining the movie? So yay! They just keep bringing in the most random people every time. So I mean, we we got that coming. I think they need money. They must. I mean, Machine Gun Kelly must not be doing it enough for Megan Fox. She was in the she was in the Diablo. Um, she's in a bunch of Diablo commercials. Do you see those? I did not, but that that's pretty cool. It's like a big thing on Twitter. It was like you send us your deaths, and Megan Fox will react to them and tell you you suck at Diablo. So I don't know how that came to be, but I maybe I'll do it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Not insult me. I that's cool. Not gonna toot my own horn though. I'm yet to die in Diablo. Nice. Only level ten necromancer. Shout out to it, but haven't died yet. <laughs> can't can't send anything in yet because I haven't died yet. There you go. One last thing here. So the new Batman for the DCU got its director. Batman the Brave and the Bold is going to be directed by Andy Muschietti, who is directing The Flash that comes out next week. That'll be another one we'll be able to talk about if you see it or not. But um, yeah, so they're, he's going to direct Batman and The Flash. They must have a lot of confidence in him as a director to give him two back-to-back pretty solid big movies for DC. Oh, he, he directed the, the It films. Yeah, yeah. I thought he sounded okay. familiar. All right. Second one was bad, but the first one, fantastic. Yeah. So he's got a solid track record compared to some of these other directors that he'd be handing out to people for superhero movies. Fucking, uh, you know, Stephen Camilio, who writes for men's magazines. It's not that. Yeah. The Flash isn't going to go fly fishing. No, no. He's going to, like, try to murder his mother or something. Yeah. (laughs) Ezra Miller. Fuck. He really dug him into a hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's about it for news, everybody. Alrighty. 
then uh, we well, will hop good, into Spider-Man. Uh, first, we'll hit it with uh, without spoilers, um, just to uh, you know give people who have not seen it yet, which, what's wrong with you, first off? Right, uh, go, go see this. Go, go see it. This is exactly, pretty much the same thing we said about Guardians. Like, go fucking see it. What are you doing? What are you waiting Yeah, on? absolutely. Uh, so, uh, I, from previous episodes, obviously, massive Spider-Man fan, loved the uh, first uh, Spider-Verse movie. Second one, pretty damn good. Very, very good. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say, um, I'll, I'll, I'll go pros and cons here. So pros, uh, I love the building of the universe a bit more. They extended it. I'm, it's so cool seeing additional spider people. Uh, oh, yeah. That's so damn awesome. Spider-Man 2099, I'm super into now. Awesome. The, the, I just like, The got, laser webs. Yeah, that's fucking sick. So I, I just got all of his comics. And, oh, that's awesome. Um, they're very, very 90s. Uh, oh, that's so so cool. it's, it's a little difficult to get through, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I'm pushing through because that character just really excites me. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, Hell yeah. Pros? Animation, I think, took a step forward. Yeah, I, I genuinely think this is probably the best animated movie of all time. And like, I'm not even just saying that. Yeah, it just looks it looks incredible. It's animated so many different ways, too. It's not just one style of animation. Yeah, there's there's literally probably about hundreds of, of different, if not more, hundreds of different ways it was animated. I think every universe they went to was animated differently. Yeah. Or every at least Spider-Man in a different you style. saw had its own style. It was. It was nuts. We don't see anything like that. No, it, it amazingly talented people worked on this film. A uh, little tidbit about that. Um, they revealed and told Sony that the sequel would be the same size as Into the Spider-Verse, but it actually ended up being the largest crew of any animated movie ever. Over a thousand people. I did just it. see that. It's crazy. It's actually nuts. It's Imagine getting a thousand people to do anything together is yeah. a tough ask. 240 characters and it takes place in six different universes. Yeah, let alone for it all to just flow so well together with all those animators and stuff. It's just, that's like a, that's a fee right there on its own. Absolutely. Um, So animation, top notch. I, I, I I do agree with you. It's probably the best uh, animated movie in terms of uh, looks and feel. Right, Uh, right. No doubt about that. I I have a hard time uh, deciding if I like the first one or this one better. Uh, This Mm -hmm. one is obviously much uh, larger. Mm-hmm. and more bold and taking a lot more risks than the first one did, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, you can love or you can hate. Um, mm-hmm. But either way, fantastic film. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you on everything you said there. Um, definitely think it's the best looking movie. And it, I, think it, I think it is better than the first one animation-wise, which we thought was yes. great. Yes. Um, it's a lot of fun with all the like the Spider-Man shenanigans and cameos. We'll talk about those in spoilers because those there are some funny cameos we get from all the yes. different Spider-Men, and uh, it's it was everything we wanted from a Spider-Verse movie. Uh, and like I said, just go see it in the theater while you can because it's definitely worth it. It deserves yeah. all the love that it's getting. Yeah, and incredibly uh, unique. I, I think is is probably the best way to describe it. You know, obviously the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It, uh, and this is kind of separate from that, right? Um, but it, it's very, very, very well done. Um, I I don't know what else. I guess I'll, I'll throw out some cons. Um, it, it does have a runtime of two hours and twenty minutes, which mm-hmm. is the longest uh, American animated film to date. Uh, the previously was Consuming Spirits from twenty twelve, uh, which looks honestly creepy as hell and i don't think anyone ever saw it (laughs) i didn't know that this was the longest animated movie to date that's actually kind of crazy but yeah for two hours four minutes minutes. it it didn't feel that long did it feel that long to you it did kind of went by pretty oh it did it It, did to me okay i'll get into that in spoilers too actually so i don't want to say too much on that yeah and i think that's where i'll leave it as well um it did feel long i felt that full two hours 20 minutes and Mm -hmm. honestly i thought it was longer uh, until it I, feel, I hopped out it of did feel a little bit longer than that. So, with that said, still a great movie. Um, I ended 100%. up giving it an eight out of ten. Ty, you got it here at a nine out of ten. And yeah, that is how yeah. tied for second place with John Wick Four. Uh, Guardian still holding number one rank. I think that's fair spot for the movie. I have to say that I think that's fair. Yeah, 
And, um, you know, in terms of what I thought, I, I, I was hyping this up. You were hyping it up. I'm like, this might be our first 10 out of 10. Um, it did not hit it, which, you know, we'll, we'll talk about a bit more in the uh, spoilers section here. Yeah, it does have its shortcomings and it. It's tough. It's not like it's shortcomings, I'd say, but it's just. It's it's definitely a part two out of a three part trilogy. Yes. And it's setting a lot up and. I don't know if I should have said that without spoilers or not, but I think everybody knew that it was a part one. So, yeah, take it for what it is. Sorry, but yeah, it has that. It has that part two feeling, and not. I'll, I'll wait to say more. I'll wait to say more. Sounds good. I'm trying to see if there's any neat little uh, facts here that we can say, um, just to give the people who haven't seen the movie yet a bit of a knowledge here, a little trivia. Um, tenth Spider-Man movie to be released in theaters. Okay. Uh, what else we got here? Yep, I already said that. Oh man, that's very long to read. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> the first Sony Pictures movie animated movie to be released exclusively in theaters since Angry Birds two. <laughs> wow, there you go. What a what a great uh, fact. Let's get into spoilers. <laughs> uh, so if you have not seen the movie yet, go fucking see it like what are you doing it's been a week over a pause week. it here you, stop it pause it here go see it, and then listen to the rest of this episode yeah see if you agree with us see if you think we're idiots uh but we are now getting into spoilers uh here we go ty um like you you alluded to this is a part one of a part two um this is where i think uh the rating dropped for me a little bit because it felt like at the end there were like three different times that the movie could have ended. It could have ended mm -hmm. when uh, Miles popped into the wrong universe. Mm -hmm. It could have ended when uh, he sees himself as... Uh, oh, shit. Prowler. What, what, Prowler, yes. Could have ended right there. But it, it's like, oh, shit, that's it. Oh, here's another scene. Oh, mm -hmm. man, that's it. Oh, wait, yeah. what? Here's another scene. <laughs> so that that uh, was a little annoying. That might be where I thought it it, it felt very long. And mm -hmm. the other parts, there there were a few downtimes. I agree. Where, That's why I thought there was a lot of there was a lot of downtime in between any action sequences. Yeah. Which there's is kind of what brought it down for me a little bit. There's a lot of his parents. Exactly. It's a lot more family drama, which I guess I can see why, because they're setting yes. up that third one so much going to be about trying to save his dad from fate, which. Exactly. I kind of, I kind of was upset about all the family stuff in this, but now thinking about it, it's like, what's well, that's what's going to make the third hit so much harder. Yeah, I, I, that's that's absolutely true. And my worry there is like, oh, all the family drama happened in this one. Going into the third one, you know, two three years, whenever it comes out, I think next year. Next year, okay, even better. And yeah, that, we don't have to wait very long. It needs to be short term like that because people need to remember, hey, that's they were yeah. going through all this drama. Miles was getting into it with his his dad a little bit, mm -hmm. probably said some things he didn't want to say. And now he's like, oh, shit, I got to I got to save my dad from dying. Yeah, that's why they did both at once so that we wouldn't have to wait five years in between both again, which thank God. Fantastic. I would yeah. not want to have to wait after seeing this one uh, another five years to see the third. Uh, we talked about the multiple universes, you know, they go to. What is essentially like the Citadel of Ricks, but with Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it felt like. So you get uh, Spider-Man 2099, who kind of seems like the leader. Yeah. I, I think I think that's fair to say. Mm -hmm. um, but you were talking about the cameos, and that is where I was cracking up with every oh, single dude. one. That was this was the best part in the whole movie. Whenever he there in like the the Spider, I guess what was called the Spider Verse. They kind of call yeah. it that in the movie. Like so many cameos, man. It is hilarious. One of the ones that got me the best was. Peter parked car. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was good. <laughs> I think I think I might have had my biggest laugh. This is probably a little too uh uh generic, but I, I like seeing Donald Glover come in because he oh, was yeah, yeah. He was Uncle Aaron in, in the actual live action Spider-Man. Yeah, and like it's kind of like alluded to that he is like the prowler in that because he's Miles Morales' yeah. uncle and all that stuff. He mentions his nephew Ma mentions his nephew Miles. So having him in this, even though it was like a little fan servicey. It was cool. It was awesome. Yeah. Like he showed up and I was like, there he is. That's crazy. Um, what else? You get, trying to think you, get other good uh, you get the Spider-Man from the video game. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is that PS5 one. Yeah, it's awesome. So I don't know if, if everyone noticed that, but I, I just wish I could like pause and I'll do this whenever it's streamable. Mm -hmm. I will go in and pause every single frame 
to try and see uh, all the different spider people. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Someone said they saw Goku randomly in the in the background, and I don't know if that was like an edit, but it was like a shadow, and it looked like Goku from Dragon Ball Z in the background. One of those animators snuck him in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome, cool. So that means he's a spider person. Did you it's notice canon. who else? We, yeah, did you notice who else we got in this movie? No. Well, J.K. Maybe. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. Always. There's just he's just he's him. There's no there's no replacing him no. for that role. Absolutely. It's, he's yeah. played him in three different universes now. And he's in the video game too. Yeah. So the guy's just killing it. Everybody knows that's him now. Yeah, that, he is J. Jonah Jameson. Absolutely hilarious. And he should be. He has the voice. He's an angry, bald man. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he does he's not always bald, but J.K. Simmons is bald, so they make him bald. Should we go uh, into like what happens in the movie a little bit? Yeah, sure. So um, let's, I, it felt it starts off with Gwen mm-hmm. um, and it focused around her and that, you know, and, and maybe I'm wrong for saying this. I think a lot of people uh, feel differently, but I don't want to say I didn't care about mm-hmm. Gwen's story, but there was a lot of time spent on her. Which I know. It sets it up. Absolutely. But it, w- it, it felt like a long time. I think it's like it, the first like 20 minutes. It did. And I was waiting. I was waiting so much for that first 20 minutes for it to switch over to Miles. And whenever yeah. it finally does, the whole vibe is awesome. Like Gwen's world's nice and like watercolored and soft and all that stuff. And then we, we get to switch uh-huh. to Miles' world and we get the hip hop. We get the style of New York and yes. everything that he's in. And it is, it's cool. And then we get his what he's been doing since the first movie. He guest hosted Jeopardy. His mustache grows in. That was hilarious. There was a when um uh when we were going through Gwen's world, that's where I honestly I was worried about the animation because I, I wasn't super into the watercolors. Um I I'm glad it wasn't staying like that. I'm like, is this gonna be the whole movie? Right. And then when we did jump to Miles's world, uh you get back what, what you expect. And I'm like, oh shit, okay, here we go. That's just different universe looks different. I love that kind of uh uh the way to make you think about it and how you know you're in a different universe and i'm curious um that's that's probably worth it this movie's worth watching a few times because there's so mm-hmm. much we probably missed definitely definitely um, but i'm curious if when he does jump to the universe that he thinks is his and isn't i wonder if that's animated slightly differently i would have to uh, say yes we like it's probably just ever so slightly and we just don't pick up on exactly. it or like stuff's different in his room or something i'm sure that there is yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, my favorite. What was your favorite? What was your favorite Spider-Man in this movie? Twenty ninety-nine. I I know he's a big old dick. It, it, they're trying to make him out to be, but I just think he's such a hardcore badass character that we don't always see. That you know, Spider-Man has always been uh in the comics, in games, mm-hmm. in 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 the movies. He's meant to be a a younger person you know uh late teens early 20s mm-hmm. and he talks mad shit as he's fighting you know he mm-hmm. has he has those quips um yeah 2099 is very different he is angry he lost his family all he cares about is is saving the whole universe you know by making these canon mm-hmm. events happen um and i i just love the tech behind him as well Oh yeah, my favorite was Spider Punk, Hobie Brown, baby. Yeah, Hobie. <laughs> he absolutely stole the show. Daniel Kaluuya is the voice actor behind him. Yeah, I just love that whole punk rock look that he had. His animation was wild. Yeah, I think that I think I've read something that his animation was like it took the longest or something like that. It was like yeah. the hardest to get into the film, something like that. But that was really cool. Uh, I liked a lot how Spot went from being like a meme, almost joke of a villain, to just larger than life. Like he's now what is like he's pretty much become fate yeah he's got like now the, the movie went from like just battling him and like the other spider-man to just battling against fate and time it's yeah. awesome love and it and i i i think i texted you after the movie i'm like how did spot become a better villain than fucking kang right like it's great I, it, in that universe i'm more afraid of spot doing his thing than i am of kang yeah because well, they just did a terrible job portraying Kang in an Ant Man mm. movie. That's so dumb. The way that they did it. I mean, he was a lot more like menacing in Loki, which Loki season two will be coming Insane. up. Hopefully, that'll be good. But in Ant Man, that was so dumb. But you're right. Spot like went from being a complete joke to just literally like 
world altering. And now I got to look this up because, um, no, I'm not trying to look up fucking skin cancer and melanoma. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, is spot the same as sunspot from, uh, you know, obviously we've been playing a bunch of Marvel <laughs> snap, but sunspot, like, are they the same character? I'm not sure. Sunspot. Uh, let's find this out. We might have to cut this down. He looks like Mr. Negative kind of sunspot. Sunspot. No, uh, they are different because sunspot is of the X-Men comics. Oh, uh, okay. So there you go. I um, also, we were talking about the uh, Spot's voice. I'm like, man, he sounds very familiar. I thought it was, well, actually, I, I didn't think. I knew it wasn't. But he sounds like David Spade to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Jason Schwartzman, and he is in a lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot. A lot. <laughs> and so. He let, looks let, like he's in Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, he looks like Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, he does. Um, but he's but been in everything. Let's try to run through some of the things he's in. He's been in Key and Peel episodes. He's been in Drunk History. He's been in Sesame Street, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, what else we got? Some animated things that he's gonna be in Asteroid City, is. French Dispatch, <laughs> yeah. Fargo. For uh, some reason, he played Vincent Van Gogh in a Beasties Boys uh, music video. Did we say <laughs> Scott Pilgrim? We did. Scott Pilgrim, yeah. Um, this all kinds of stuff. You definitely, you'll definitely yeah. recognize this guy, and he does Lord. have a very distinguishable voice. I think you should leave. Love that show. Um, have you have you watched it yet? So I just started it. I I've only seen one episode. Dude, it is so so funny. It only gets funnier. The third season is ridiculous. Nice. It's a nice quick watch too, because there's only like six episodes each, like fifteen minutes long in each season, so you can just bang it out. Uh, he's gonna be in the new Hunger Games. So, Woo! Yeah. Uh, but you'll recognize the voice is mm-hmm. really what that turns into. Um, what else? I'm trying to think what else we can say about the movie. Um, so pretty much like Miles has to go. He's not okay. Gwen is she's chosen to be a part of like the, the Council of Spiders, whatever the hell they call it, the Spider Verse, where they go and they prevent things from happening out of their timelines or whatever mm-hmm. canon events, all that stuff. And she ends up getting back to see Miles, but then he is able to go see the council of Spider-Man. And that's where we learn that spot has become a larger than life villain. And he's now pretty much altering, I guess not only miles, but like the world kind of, I guess. Uh, Well, I guess I don't know about the world. He's kind of accidentally hopping through universe to universe and kind of fucking things up. Yeah. So then that's how, how the best scene in the entire movie happens where he's trying to get back to his universe to save his dad from spot. And whatever happens in his universe, and he's just getting chased down by every single Spider-Man ever. It is the best part in the entire movie. They're all going yeah. to space. The the Spider-Man from the uh, first movie has got his little baby with him. And and that's where I want to go. Pause. You know, I want to pause as they're chasing him up that you know that like elevator thing they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's where you need to look at. What they say, 240 characters, and I bet there's 150 right there. Yeah, we get like all the Spider-Man pointing at each other memes. They're like, yeah, chase down that do Spider-Man. That. <laughs> and they will point at each other like, what, what, what? what? You? Me? Which one? You? You? <laughs> yeah. So much fun. Uh, yeah. That was the best part of the whole movie. I love and, uh, silly shit like that. Um, that was the, so cool. uh, the, um So the, his, his friend, the guy in the chair, or rather he said, I'm not your guy in the chair. You know, obviously a homie, uh, Spider-Man with um, Ned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he is going to his, uh, his dorm, um, his friend is out there. He's playing Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 5. I thought I saw that, too. And the guy who voices him is actually the voice of that Spider-Man. Wow. OK, I didn't know all that. That's awesome. Yuri Lowenthal. Oh, OK. Let me let me look him up real quick. Hell of a name. Uh, Yuri Lowenthal is Spider-Man. Obviously, that's what we just fucking said. Yep. He's <laughs> he's. Peter Parker in there. I think he's going to be the next one, too. Um, he also plays Insomniac Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, doy, because Insomniac's the one that made uh, uh, the Spider-Man video game. Oh, uh, okay. He's also in Diablo 4, so there you go. 
I just also saw that Mahershala Ali plays Uncle Aaron in this, which I never knew that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He was that in the first one, too. Uh, I saw that the guy that plays the voice of Miles Morales in this movie wants to be the live action Miles Morales. And there's just no chance, buddy. I mean, good, good try. <laughs> but you're too old. He's this guy's like 30 something. Yeah. And you can he just doesn't have the Spider-Man look to him. I mean, maybe whenever he was younger, but he's just there's no chance they're going to cast him to be the actual Miles. Hi, he is two years younger than us. What? He was born in 95. Either way, he's still too old to be Miles Morales. I don't give a crap. No, no, you're true because you're right because Miles is what, 17, 16? Yeah, 16. So he just doesn't have the look to him. And yeah. that's, not a, that's not a dig on him, but I mean, Miles is a younger guy. It's just aging really just has sucks, a look. buddy. Yeah. That's, we, can, we can feel it. <laughs> he, threw his hat, he threw his hat in the ring. I don't blame him for trying to yeah, get back him. Marvel to be live action Miles Morales, but brother, not happening. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Um, speaking of young spider people, uh, Peter Parker, the one from the first movie who's training him and everything, he has a daughter. Yeah. I thought she was hilarious. You know, she just does little spider things. She gets brought along on, along on missions. And when they come back, Mary Jane's like, did you take her on a mission? She's like, oh, me? No, no. Yeah. Never. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like shit like that. Little silly, um, wholesome moments that they have mm-hmm. there. Um, also, they didn't know who originally played. Uh, Peter Parker, I, you know, I saw the face. I'm like, I don't know who you are. But then Sophie started watching New Girl. And yeah. it's that guy. So Jake like, Johnson, oh, yeah. It's you. Oscar um, Isaac plays uh, Spider-Man 2099. Yeah. 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 Which is also, uh, a lot older than I would have thought that voice to be. Yeah. He does pretty good in anything he voice acts in. I think he's voice acting in a couple other things, too. Oh, yeah? Oscar Isaac. Let's see here. He or was... I could just be full of shit. Oh, oh, yeah, he was in the newer Spider-Man we, or newer Star Wars. We won't talk mm-hmm. about that. Uh, voice, voice, voice. Yeah, e- either way, I, I like him, too. Uh, he was Whoa, he's playing Roger. Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid game. That makes sense. That's awesome. Uh, who is this? Is this? Is that the guy from Deadpool? Yeah, the, the taxi driver from Deadpool. He plays Spider-Man. The, yeah. Yeah, 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 I thought so. Uh, he uh, he had that voice because as soon as as he started talking, I I kind of recognized the voice. Yeah, just uh, I, why do you call it chai tea? <laughs> chai <laughs> <did> tea. See, <laughs> I saw something that's like a little bit concerning. Is that uh, I guess Haley Steinfeld still hasn't recorded any of her lines for the third one, which is officially called Beyond the Spider Verse. By the way, she still hasn't recorded any of her lines for that, and uh, it's supposed to come out next year. In for the first one, she recorded her voice lines five years. Like, I don't know. She, I just read that she had, had not done it yet. And I was like, huh, that's kind of, kind of weird. She's been working too hard on a, oh, she's going to be in the Kang dynasty. She's dating Josh, Josh Adams or not Josh Adams. Um, Josh Allen. Really? Yeah. I'll go for him. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Oh yeah, that's right. She's she's Kate Bishop. She's Hawkeye's yeah. sidekick or whatever the hell. Whatever she be. Mini Hawkeye. Baby Hawkeye. Hawkeye too. <laughs> <laughs> Hawk Junior. Who knows? <laughs> uh, uh, the woman who plays Miles' mom is also going to be a Transformers that you see in Luna, Belize. Ah. Um, what's she from? She's from something. I recognize her as well. Was she in Dexter? Yep, yep. There she was. Yep. She was in Dexter. Oh, okay. Was the captain? Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Did she become captain? I don't remember. Either way, Dexter kills her. She kind of looks like her voice actor, too. Or her does. character yeah. a little bit. I think her character I think her animated character is a little spicier though. <laughs> yeah, a little Miss <laughs> Morales. Hey yo. Hey, what's up? You know, I I can't say it compares to Aunt May in the newer Spider-Man, but you know. Absolutely not. No chance. Yeah, <laughs> she's undefeated. Some, uh, Marissa Tomei in there. But the, the same thing's happening that a lot happens a lot is like the more we talk about this movie, the more I, I like it. Yeah, I do have fair. like I did have a couple nitpicks here, like about just like the law and the action and the family sure. stuff. But that's that was just to set up the third one. So I can't hate on it too much for that. And I do kind of compare it to like Infinity War because it ends on like the 
not it's like, I guess it's kind of a cliffhanger because it ends up Miles is trying to jump back to his universe, but he ends up in the wrong universe where yeah. his uncle's still alive and Miles is not Spider Man. He's the Prowler. So that's yeah, that, a big, big old cliffhanger right there. So something I hope they do. I don't think we'll get it, but maybe if they do like one of those Marvel what ifs, mm-hmm. um, and it's just an episode on him as the Prowler. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I, I would be really, actually. Awesome. I would really enjoy that. Um. But who knows what we get? I think it's um, like I said, good film. Gave it an eight out of ten. That's mm-hmm. uh, what second best. I if I had to rank it with John Wick uh, four, I'd probably go with this personally. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I love me some Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the next one, I expectations are extremely high, even uh, higher than this one was for this exactly. one. Exactly. I just think it's gonna be crazy. We talked about expectations a lot with this movie, and um, it, it's a little similar to, sadly, with, with Ant-Man, right? I mm-hmm. went in with lower expectations with Ant-Man. You went in with higher, so you were disappointed. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was okay. Mm-hmm. With this, I went in, I'm like, this is going to be a fucking 10 out of 10. I'm so mm-hmm. goddamn excited. Uh, and and I, th- I think that was part of my problem. You know, I came in with a high bar set, and it did a good job. But it did, mm-hmm. it did not hit that 10 out of 10 bar. It just it simply didn't. Right. For me, too. And it's it's close. It's a nine. I, yeah, I think yeah. it's close to being a really good movie. I mean, it's, uh, it's undeniably a good movie, but I just don't like the cliffhanger ending. I like movies to feel like they have a little bit of finality to them, even yeah. though it is setting up the third. I get it, but it, it needed to have a little bit of finality to it. And it kind of didn't. I mean, I get it. The whole third. It pretty much hinges on the entire third movie now. But um. I'll say this, honestly, if they only like like I said, when we started the spoiler section, when they it felt like it could have ended three different times. Yeah. If they would have only shown. Miles getting tied up and then he comes out as a prowler. Boom. I probably would have gave it a nine, honestly. Right. I think so, too. I think that would have been better there. And then the start of the third when we get the Gwen, the Hobie, everybody teaming up to come and rescue him. Yeah, that's going to that was cool. That was a cool scene, but I don't think that they could. I think they could have left that for the third one. I, I, I think that's exactly how the third one should have opened. You know, they started with, uh, oh, hey, remember, Miles was captured by his fucking self. Uh-huh. And then it hops over to uh, exactly what we saw at the end of the this one, which is the gang getting back together to go save him. Yeah. So, th- so, I mean, that's going to be so much fun for the third one. All of them together trying to go find oh, Miles. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be so much shenanigans that goes down. And and you're right. It is nitpicky. But when you're expecting it a 10, a 10 out of 10, you have to be nitpicky. For sure. For sure. Because anybody could just go say, hey, this movie's a 10 out of 10. But you got to nitpick it a little bit. And a lot of people do. And yeah. I, I, I'm glad, you know, we... Uh, that's what I like so much about this podcast is that not only can we say, yes, this was a 9 out of 10. This was an 8 out of 10. Um, we give our reasons why, where, you know, a number can only mean so much in terms mm-hmm. of reviews. And a lot of the times when you read reviews or get like people's previous reviews, mm-hmm. they're either a one or a 10, you know, they do not, <laughs> you know, try to justify, Hey, it was a, a middle movie. It's either, man, I fucking hated this was dog shit, or this is the best movie in the world. They're, it's only extremes. That's why our rankings are great because it's pretty much did you like it more in this movie or do you like it less in this movie? Yes. It's it's perfect to go off of other movies you've seen. And this does fall pretty much right in line with one of the best we've seen this year on the 100%. on the on this spectrum. So And I'm I'm excited for you know how we started this show, Ty. Episode one. We went through our best movies of 2022. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for us to go through 2023 where we actually have our rankings ready to go. Cause I think I bet what happens is, you know, there will be some ties. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout our rankings and then we can discuss about it and then we'll actually we'll actually go and be like okay we have john wick 4 and spider-man across the spider-verse tied but i'm pretty sure if i had to pick one i'm going spider-man mm-hmm. um, i probably would too honestly when it, when it comes down to it. I, I didn't i wasn't sure at first but i think i would now yeah i want to see this movie again yes it's it's a movie you have to see again it's got a lot of rewatchability, which, I mean, so does John Wick, but this one, there's more reasons to watch it more than just, oh, it's a good movie. You want to catch all those little things you missed. And you want to, you just, all that. You want to see what you missed out on, stuff like that. I think that's the difference for me between like this and the John Wick. You know, we, we talked about the Fast X, we talked about the Transformers movies where I just want to be entertained with action. That That's John mm-hmm. Wick for me. 
Whereas this, there's action, absolutely, but there's animation, there's story, and that's when you have a movie that's trying to tell tell a story like this, Mm -hmm. it has to be, I don't want to say perfect, it has to be good, it has to be right, and uh, the story was there, Um, I think just uh, there were some things that were a little too long, like we discussed, Um, little tweaks here and there, and I don't. I think there was a 10 out of 10 movie in there. I'm pretty sure that's what I texted you mm-hmm. as soon as I got out of out of the theater. But I think they tried to do too much. I do think so, too. I think they tried to do too much at the end and squeeze too much in at the end. Yeah. Is what it really comes down to. And that's why it's a 9 and not a 10. And that's why Absolutely. it's an 8 and not a 10. But still a great movie nonetheless. Exactly. And again, if you're still listening and you haven't seen the movie, fuck you. Right. <laughs> Go see this movie. It's so worth yeah. it. Yeah. It's like... What and quite honestly, what we say doesn't always matter. It depends how you feel about this movie. So go see it. Yeah, I mean, even if animation is not your thing, it's a great movie, regardless of animated or not. That's why these movies are able to stand out and hold up so well. Because yeah, they're animated, and even if you think oh, animation's for kids, well, you're just wrong. But it also is just a good. It's a good movie. It's got drama. It's got action. It's got everything. Yep. Um. Anything else? I think I think we hit pretty much everything. I think so, too. I think we did a pretty solid job of talking about old oh, yeah. uh, Cross Spider-Verse. Can't wait. There is no post credit scene, everybody, so don't stick yes, around. They kind of just tease up the third one, Beyond the Spider-Verse. Great highly name. recommend the After Credits app on iOS. I oh, looked yeah. at that immediately. It said no After Credits. I'm like, sick, let's go get that Uber and leave. Well, um, I'm going to have to download that app because I always just Google it right there in my seat. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super simple. Is it there or not? <laughs> it's pretty wow. much all it is and like everyone podcast everyone podcast. was expecting it and they were just sitting there and i'm like bye yeah people yep, are like oh, the best. <laughs> idiots you're yeah gonna, yeah you're gonna miss it i'm like there's nothing in this buddy bye-bye mm-hmm. take it easy <laughs> um cool well ty i think that does it episode 19 in the books brother 20 Let's coming up oh and uh yeah we'll see you next time with ty's review of transformers <laughs> <laughs> be on the lookout baby Thank you.